Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor Deshaun Thompson. How you doing? And I am doing great. Blessed. Blessed, highly favored, right? Absolutely. That's it. I have favored, too. <laughs> all right, all right. You are an actor. Did you want to tell our listeners listening for the first time, or just anyone who's listening for the first time, how did this acting bug get in you? And you said, you know what? I want to be an actor. Well, it, it all started for me um, at my university, Norfolk State University, right out in Virginia, um, Norfolk, Virginia. I, I started off as an athlete playing track and field and um, football as well. There was the the uh, director, the director of theater. He seen me and he asked me if I wanted to be a part of a play. Like, do I think I can act or be on the big stage? And I said, of course, yeah, I could be on the big stage. Like acting, like how hard can it be? And I had a rude awakening. I trained for a year under uh, Anthony Stalker, great acting uh director like he, he just really got us together with the NSU theater company and um I trained with him and I was able to I was able to uh just learn and understudy under another actor until I was finally ready to take the lead role and um as Ogun in the brother size uh theater play and we traveled and everything did some festivals won awards and um, it was a beautiful experience, but I really found out my love for acting. All right. Now, you told me off interview, the best actors come from theater. Did you just want to emphasize that to our listeners? Because say there is a listener that does want to become an actor or other actors listening and they think to themselves, well, I didn't go to theater school. I didn't go, you know, I didn't you know, start out in theater? What do you say to that? Well, I, I, I truly think, um, you know, some people just have that raw talent. Some people have the raw gift and they're able to, you know, not take class at all, but apply their real life to whatever role they're taking on because either they lived it or they're just that blessed that they just can just tap in. But I know from a uh, learning point and being in film and in theater, I say that theater is like, it's created some of the best actors. People like Samuel Jackson, um, Denzel Washington, and the list goes on because these people, you know, they've gotten to a level that they can have a hundred pages in their head, stand on a stage in front of people where you don't get an opportunity to cut, let's start over, let's run those lines back. They're putting out pure emotion on the stage at the same time they're um, controlling the entire audience with their acting ability, their emotions, and they take the audience on a, on a roller coaster through a whole journey. So that's that's like quite the reason why I say theater definitely creates some of the best actors. But um, there are some that could take their own route, you know, just depending on the training or the teachers they go to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now... Tell us about these roller coasters and these emotions, because let's say I'm a younger Donovan and I'm in theater. How do I get people watching me to be engaged with my character? So I would say um, this is what I've come to realize now from my own personal experience. You have to live life. And I feel like with roles, a lot of people take on roles and they're, and they're trying, they're trying to act. 
it's like, let me act. Let me become this character. But when you slow it down and you have a set of lines and you just read, you just understand the lines, get the lines out of the way, get the, the memorization, like get that stuff out of the way. That's nothing. That's like the, the last part. The lines don't even don't even count. So you just get your lines down. And then you really think about what you're saying and apply it to what you're experiencing in your daily life. I feel like that really would bring you to the level to produce emotion that people can relate to. Because at the end of the day, people are watching and it's like, can I relate to this person who is talking? And if I can't relate to what they're saying, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares if you're spitting lines and just talking into into the camera or, and, and, you know, and they're capturing this moment. But if they capture a moment where they can relate to, it touches them in a different way. It touches their heart. So um, people have to live life. They want to act. They have to show real life on film. And that is that is the way to really engage those emotions. They they can relate to you, can't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to give them raw every time. The real me through every scene. All right. How does it feel being vulnerable as an actor? Do you get scared to be vulnerable? Absolutely. Um, there was a lot of times, um, I would say more now than ever, I've actually opened myself up and allowed myself to cry or to actually show level 10 rage. Like to actually go there, especially if that's what the role is calling for. Or, uh, you know, because sometimes the most gentle person can show the most anger in a scene. Or sometimes the, uh, a person that is so re reserved, when they actually cry, it's like the most pure moment. So I've um, I found myself lately allowing myself to show more emotion instead of being reserved. And it all goes back down to um, showing your true self, you know, what you went through, thinking about those moments and everything. I had a very militant father growing up. So a lot of my tears and stuff like that, I didn't showcase tears. Tears wasn't a thing for me. But as I, I grew up, I noticed like, okay, you're trying to do this acting thing. You got to let some tears come out. You got to reach these emotions. You got to let loose. And that's when I really started to um, sort of play with that. And and let go, just let go, relax. And and it shows a development in the performance. It takes the performance to another level when I'm able to tap in, just let it go, let it go, mm -hmm. let the tears come down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, showing tears, right? Do you think about a painful event that's happening to your life? Because some actors are not able to show those emotions or tears or they have trouble crying. What's your advice to that? I would say um, if they're having a, a, a point where they're not able to unlock those emotions. And it's a really great question that you gave me because that's something like I feel like that what happens when an actor is not able to unleash those emotions? I've actually seen this with actors, with different people that I've um, practiced, ran lines with the class and everything, where they're not able to unlock what they're going in. I would say that actor needs to take a break. Step away from it. Step away from it. Really, truly tap into their sales. And they have to, they have to fix the, the, the pain that they're going through. They have to face that pain. They have to allow themselves to grow because 
that sort of hurt is some people that will literally create the best performance in the world when it comes to acting. They'll show emotion that people needed to see to get rid of their own fears or actually break the things that they went through. And people will relate to them, but they're they're so locked up in a way that they'll never unleash it just because it's so much fear that it scares them to let that pain go. It's like a, somebody that needed to cry for years, but they just won't let it happen because they don't want to let themselves see the pain. When an actor is going through that pain, that type of situation where they're so locked up, they need to take a break and just understand who they are and accept themselves. A lot of times it's self-unacceptance, which, which uh, holds the actor. And it's, it's so crazy. It's such a deep thing. I've seen it before. I've seen that. And it's you really have to take yourself to a place of your traumas, everything that you went through, and you have to break that so you can become fun again, so you can have a fun time when you're breaking these motions down. Because what's going to happen is you won't book the role. You will not book the role if you're doing that and you're, and you're faking it. It has to be a real moment. If you're faking it, you're not going to book the role. That's just how it works. But can I fake it till I make it? Hey, <laughs> some people can. <laughs> some some people, some people have. I've literally heard actors say, hey, like certain people with being in different shows and stuff, you know, I've heard them say, hey, um, you know, every day I feel like I'm I'm living a false identity or something. You know, some people are can fake it. And I mean that's a skill too. You know, some people can't can fake it. It's not a real moment for them. It's just a gig, it's just money, you know. And sometimes you 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 know, some people can't fake it, man. And and that also it's all depends on your line of work. Like what type of work do you want? And uh, what's more important to you, the arts or the money or both? Or just one, the money. Like you said, some people, it's just about the money. And we're all actors in a way, but the best, like you said, the best actors is when they can unleash that character and really, you know what I'm saying? Let themselves loose. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So let's hear about you unleashing yourself in these movies or these TV shows, or maybe in a commercial. I don't know, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, I mean, I've um, lately I've been producing, I've been creating projects now that I, I really strongly feel that the world is crying to see, you know, I, I feel like, I've been creating different type of projects and it's so much stuff to come on the way. And, you know, for those that are listening, if they just follow the journey, I'm going to be dropping and releasing some stuff really soon. And um, it's been a beautiful journey. I've been writing for some while now and creating my own feature films. And I'm so excited with the people that I'm collaborating with. Because when it releases, it's going to be something that the world has never seen. Um, I'm all about doing things different. I'm, I'm all about not showing the same thing that we watch all the time. It's a cycle of the same material being placed on TV, another film with just a small twist. You know, I'm, I'm tired of that stuff. And I know the world is tired of that as well. Like they want to see real material, different stories being told that are not told. They want to see something that they actually can relate to, not the same basic story that's played over and over and over. And they say they're coming with something new. They just play, change the color of the person and just do the same exact story over and over and over. 
you know right. so I'm, yeah so I'm, I'm really i'm really excited for uh a shift in, in events and um all right and you'll be able to do that so what are these different type of projects we're working on what are the name what are the names because you said you want something different not the same old same old and they just change the color of the person sometimes or they totally just make a different cast altogether oh my goodness you know it you know it um you know um I cannot say the names of the project because it is in works and being talked about, you know, um, paper issues. But but I will say I will say this. I will say this for those that follow the journey. I will be dropping some stuff really soon. Very unique things we haven't seen. Um, I'll give you one clue of one of the things. I'm also a movement director. I'm an actor, but I'm a movement director as well. So a lot of the time. I create movements and these movements I've connected them to film. It's just going to take you on a, on a really crazy journey. You know, this is going to be some of the first time that I've released some of the projects that I've um, created this whole time. I've been like trying to get it, like making sure it's the perfect moment, but sometimes it's never going to be the perfect moment. You just have to release it and put it out there to the world. So that's like the phase that I'm in right now. Although I can't release the names and what exactly it is. Um, this stuff is coming out soon. Just want to make sure everything I have, all my copyrights, everything is sorted, you know, but it's going to be crazy. It's all right. Crazy. All right. Mm -hmm. So for the projects that you have been in that you can talk about, what are some of the TV shows and the movies that you've been in that you can talk about? Absolutely. So um, recently, uh, there's a TV show on, I have, um, I've been in Shameless, Shameless for a couple episodes. Um, if, if you just look under my name, Deshaun Thompson, everything will pop up for, for Shameless, um, a couple of episodes for that. Also, there's, I, I think I mentioned it to you before, but there's a, there's an action sci-fi feature that's coming out soon. It's coming out. And it's called Madness. Based on a video game, they're actually turning into a live action feature. And I'm playing one of the leads in there. And um, I'm really super excited about this project. It's, it's going to be amazing. And also, there's uh, there's another project that I just did, a horror, um, a horror action film. It's coming out as well. And this this um this project, I mean, it's it's gonna be crazy. It's it's, it's it's really different. Also, and that's on my IMDb as well, popping up really soon. There's also one movie that's on Tubi actually that everybody can view. I'm in it, and it's called Pay the Lady. It's a mafia film. Ooh, you like those, brother? Man, I, I, I mean, hey, it it was my first one, man. My first <laughs> one, um. Working, working with Tubi, and and I mean, I I really enjoyed my time on the film. It was it was really good. I enjoyed the storyline. So that's oh. that's another one. We'll you know you'll be able to see a little something. But um, you know this this time of acting and where we are with it, you know, with the strike and everything, we we uh the acting community we've been hit really hard. But we also have to see um the timing of everything. You know, mm -hmm. this is a moment for us to sit back and really put in work and, and reach out to independent filmmakers and collaborate and use this time. Like, you know, even when we got hit with COVID, it was a crazy hit. It messed up a lot of things. A lot of projects got pushed back, man. You know, serious regular um 
projects and I even had a situation I was going to be working with The Rock um, and get flew out to Australia and all of that was canceled because of COVID but you know you can't let one thing take you down you just have to keep moving and I feel mm -hmm. like that's what it's about you know you collaborate you keep moving no matter what the project is long as it's sag hey make it happen long as it's not messing up your your foundation with your standing with act you know mm -hmm. but um it's 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 going to be great. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to clarify again. You said you were supposed to work with The Rock in Australia, but it got canceled because you were cutting out there. Did you just want to repeat that to our listeners again? Just want to make sure they heard that. I, absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, it was, uh, man, iconic, super iconic, man. I come from the days of watching The Rock on WWE, SmackDown. Uh, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? All of that, man. Just laughing and just having a good time watching him do his thing in a, in a wrestling ring and bringing it to film, being a big guy, the 6'4", 200-some pounds. Like, that's, I mean, it just stands for me. I'm 6'4", 200-something pounds. And to see somebody that big on the screen doing their thing and also leading it it's just it's a huge inspiration so when i got the call back for young rock the tv show is called young rock i got the call back for it um i also was sent flight details um to be to to go to australia and that was the exact time that covid smacked and things got quiet from my agency and the producers told reached out to my agent at the time and said, Hey, we, we, unfortunately, you know, the producers love the Sean, but we won't be able to move forward. Instead, they're going to just cast out of Australia. So all actors for the entire show were cast right out of Australia. Wow. And I, I told my agent, Hey, Hey, I will fly out to Australia. I will pay for my own ticket. Tell them I'm going to be there. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be in Australia. And they told me just like this. They said, well, it's not about that. It's about you have to be a local of Australia. You have to be a citizen. Some craziness where they said something about you have to be a citizen of Australia or, or, or a local or something like that. And I mean, that was the stopping point where I just had to accept it and move on and say, hey, man, there's another opportunity. You just keep going, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you just, just keep moving. The opportunity will present itself again and you attack. The mm -hmm. same as, as this moment, I just remember, I auditioned for a ton of SAG films before this strike. And I literally got a call back for a big SAG movie. And because of the strike, I've been in contact with the casting director. And she told me, she has meetings with the producer. They were fi figuring out ways to make things happen um, happen around the strike, SAG waivers, which which is happening right now, where things are getting looking nice with a couple of other projects. But this one particular project this is really huge project. It's put on hold until after the strike. So it just shows, man, you just have to continue to move. You know, there's plenty of times you're going to get knocked down, but it's about you standing up and just continuing to fight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some things aren't met to happen right now. Some things, too, as well, are just not meant to be, right? That's a fact. That's 100% fact. Mm -hmm. there's, there's been many, many situations where I could consider life-changing. Like I could go back to my family in Richmond, Virginia and take care of my family. I could take care of my mother and make sure she's good and, 
you know, she has that place that she always wanted or, you know, or, or you know, take care of her the, the way that I always wanted to and, and just make sure we're, we're good off with a certain role. It was a series regular role that I could have gotten at that moment. But I could tell you, if I would have, if, if I had gotten that role at that time, things would not be good for me. It would have been a long role, um, a long road of, you know, of problems that I would have bumped against. My life had changed like seriously since that time and I've became more mature. And, you know, it's many times when we see people get money too fast and then they hit the ground harder than ever. Definitely, I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track now and things are, are going great. You know, sometimes you don't get the role for a reason. It's it's not, it's like, it's not meant for it to happen at that time for you. Mm -hmm. Or it's not meant to happen at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and yeah, it just encourage again to the writers and the actors, what do you want to tell them? The industry is losing 600,000 a week and the strike has been on for 17 weeks. What do you want to tell them? Their um, things are coming back. Things are coming back stronger than ever, whether it's independent or everything aligns and they make a bounce back. It's coming back. You know, it's it, it, it would be crazy to think that this thing is just going to be down. It may be down for a very long time, but it's coming back. And when it does, you want to be prepared. Don't fall off. Continue to write. If this is what you love, then why stop? Why stop doing what you love? You know, and this is a test of how much you love it. Were you in it just because it was hot? Because you were doing good for a season? Were you in it just for that? Or are you doing this is because you were called to do this? This is your passion. This is your dream. This is something that you're going to change other people's lives. If it is, then I would say never give up. Never stop. Continue to do it. Even if it's on a theater level when you're just performing it for your church or you're just performing it for a boys and girls club, some community place in your city, do not give up. Don't stop. If this is what you really love to do, continue to write, continue to create, you know, no robot, no AI is going to be able to write better than a person that actually has the gift. No robot can write better than you. If, if you have what it takes, um, you know, there is no one that's going to touch the stage and grace it better. You know, computers can't take our, um, can't take our gifts from us. That's what they can't do. You know, I know AI is a huge thing. Oh, they could do this. They could do this. It's going to be the same story being generated a thousand times. And people will know that it's AI. It's probably already been happening. That's why the stories are so wacky. That is the reason why we have to come with new material and continue to push harder than ever. Never give up. Know your purpose. Know your worth. Believe in yourself. That's my words. All right. All right. And the listeners that love you, they followed you since day one. What do you want to tell them? Um, We're just beginning. We're just getting started. It's It's... It's game time. We it, everything has just begun, and it's it's about to be a long, beautiful journey. And um, we we going straight to the top. There's there's no playing games. We're going straight to the top. And if they want to collaborate, you know where to find me. Send me a DM right now at Deshaun Official on Instagram, and we can get it popping. I check all of my stuff, all of that. You know, it doesn't matter if you know. Never too big to check everything.
So let's get it. All right. All right. It's game time, listeners, not dame time. It's game time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but shout out to Damian Lillard. We love Damian, don't we, brother? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. 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 What if he says it's dame time? Can it be game time with Damian Lillard too? Would you work with them? It can be. It could be both. Okay. Let's make it. It's, it's, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final things you would love to tell the listeners listening? You already threw out your social media platforms, but anything else you'd love to tell our listeners? Uh, I would just, um, you know, just just continue just to keep your head up, you know, be be positive and, you know, don't walk in hate, walk in love. Mm-hmm. We can't walk in hate? No, All don't right. walk in hate. It doesn't do the best for us. It's always best to walk in love, for sure. All right, well, what if we don't like that actor or actress? I would say, man, you know, even even though, you know, with a little bit of love, it could change anybody. Okay, all right. I'll like you next year, okay? I just got to get my time to shine, (laughs) and then you can be on to the side, and then I'll like you once I shine. (laughs) There we go. That worked. All right. (laughs) I'm messing with you, brother. (laughs) <laughs> All right, from Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank actor and producer. You can throw out your name again. Deshaun Thompson. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode. Thank you again, Deshaun. All right, thank you, man. Have a beautiful day.